welcome back to Oh Bravo the podcast. My name is Kendall and I'm here with Chantelle. Hello, I'm Chantelle and I'm here with Kendall. And today we thought that we dedicate a whole entire episode to recapping the season finale of so Potomac. Good. So, so good. Sorry, I jumped in there too no, fast because I do am... it. I'm out of breath from walking up one flight of stairs. <laughs> so, so talk long. as much as you can. This was the, you know how it's always like we're at the final week of a real housewife and it's never that exciting because you're like, oh, what? We're at the end. I'm yeah. like, yes, again, I'm still like, what? We're at the end. But this finale freaking delivered. It was, there's just, there's so much to unpack. Yeah, there really is. There's so much. And it's like fucking Michael, like every single time he opens his mouth, like we were saying, producers must be like, keep going, Michael, you keep are talking. Oh, so amazing. This, this is beautiful content that we need right now. I don't know why they're Italian. But <laughs> like, mamma mia. Mamma mia, papa pizza, bring on the Michael and the baby. Anyway. It's just so bad. It's great. So that is amazing. Um, But firstly, let's do a bit of um newscaps. So I know it hasn't been that long since we last uploaded an episode. But there has been a bit of Bravo news, and by a bit I mean a lot, aka Jackson Brittany. Jackson Brittany, adios, muchacho. So Jack's like uploaded an Insta being like, Brittany and I are leaving. And then Brittany uploaded an Instagram being like, Brittany and I are leaving. And everyone <laughs> Me was and like, myself are leaving. Shit, she copy and pasted that, which but is I mean, so fine, but like, it's, and it's wow. just because I, you know me, you guys know me. Like when I'm, <laughs> you know when I have no other TV to watch, I just put on old Vanderpump Rules because it just like entertains me endlessly. Like so, I was rewatching the season where Katie and Schwartz get married and like their trip to New Orleans and like all that fucking good stuff. And like when it was good, it was so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when VPR was like. And it's prime. I remember, mm. like, saying to everyone, like, this is the best fucking reality TV I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was incredible. And if I go back, because I was, <clears throat> embarrassingly, um, anti-Vandy when it started. Because I remember, like, I remember... Well, you going, didn't watch the beginning seasons. Well, though. no, because I went to someone's house and they had it on. And I was like, what reality show can you keep up with this many people and this many friendship groups? So I was like, this is silly... Like, it's like watching some sort of, like, high school reunion and you can't, like, pinpoint anything. And then, obviously, I watched it. It's like The Hills 2.0. No, but even, I don't know why, it just seemed really hard to grasp because there was, like, random people dropping in and I didn't know how often they were going to drop in. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. Yep. But um, it's amazing. And, yeah, like, the Brit and Jack's leaving, as much as I hate Jack's and think it's right for him to leave. Same. It's put a nail in the coffin for it for me. Like, I just think... At this point, the only cast members, like the original cast members that haven't confirmed that they're leaving is Ariana and Tom, Mm -hmm. Sheena, but she's also pregnant, so I don't know how much filming she can do. And then you've got... Peter Madrigal, don't you forget it. Peter Madrigal, king of VPR. Lisa Vanderpump has not confirmed that she's leaving. Gigi. Gigi, Lala. Has not confirmed he's dead or alive. Lala hasn't confirmed that she's leaving. Uh, Yeah, she hasn't, but... But you would assume like those are all her friends, so like and I guess she we're still got leave. we've got like not OGs but James and um, Raquel. Raquel. It's kind of like though you know what last season everyone was bitching about VPR because we hated the divide of the like it was you know you had newbies and the oldies yeah pretty much except but I just for Ariana. don't want to watch it like I'm like if it was a no. season that you know what interests me because I'm like. I want to know about the shit that goes on that's going on between Tom Sandoval and Jax and their relationship now and like his involvement in the whole baby like 
congratulations or baby mm-hmm. shower stuff. And I want to know about Sheenan, her boyfriend, like, yeah, that could that be they're pregnant. And I actually want to know about Katie yeah, and Schwartz sure. and all that stuff. But I'm like, I don't want to know about the new people. Like, if it was a show mm-hmm. purely about Charlie and Dana, like, I'd be like, mm, I'm good. You like, know what? I remember watching the season premiere of Vanderpump last season, whatever that was, the most recent season, and we were with Nick, um, Kendall's boyfriend, Nick. and Nico, and he was like, oh, this is so weird. They're suddenly rich. And I was like, that's oh, so yeah. true. But it's so true. Like, it was fun watching them when they were all, like, messy and stuff. That's why everyone loved it. But now they're, like, suddenly too, like, as in the OGs, like, the whole Stasi and Katie um, Schwartz, like, all of them, they were just too, like, celebrity suddenly like it was like a, a le- legit like a season between and they were suddenly went from being messy to like, like to just being suddenly being famous. able to be like waitresses that afford housing exactly and we get that like you've progressed but like it, it was weird it just wasn't the show that we loved and then there was the whole divide and we can tell that obviously trying to bring in new people they did it in a really shitty way where they brought on too many people too soon half of them were racist it just I mean, I honestly think like Vanderpump rules ha- <coughs> sorry. Oh. <coughs> Still COVID negative. Um <laughs> I honestly think that the VPR needs to, to end, like goodbye. Yeah. But I wouldn't be opposed to watching a new show potentially just about the OG cast, like living their lives yes. now. Maybe like more honestly about like the fame and the things that they're going through. Like, I think I'd be interested in that, but like, they'd have to do it really, really, really well. No, you know what? I agree. Cause it's like, let's not ruin what we love, but let's, let's like seal up nicely. Let's like do a little stitch in it. Like, I wish that the last season hadn't happened. Me too. Cause then if it was just up to the season before where like we first met Bo, that actually was like not a bad season. Like when no. they went to Hawaii, remember like in Bo and that wasn't, had those big fights yeah. and stuff like that was okay. Like that wasn't shit. That wasn't my favorite season, but that should have been like the f- season where we're like, okay, we're done now. Yeah. Whereas we didn't have to go to the point of like meeting all these new people. And they're all moving into their and big like, fucking fancy houses. Like that was the last season they were all in their apartments. What's, what's like, the girl's name? Danica? Yeah, Danica. No, is it Danica? Yeah. The girl that like Sheena bought the fortune teller to? No, Dana. Dana. See, I don't even know her name. I know, Dana. Like, I honestly, oh, like... A, so, Dana... I if really, I never knew what was going on in their no. lives right now, I would not give like, a Like, I think Dana's a nice girl, and if she'd been in the OG, would have loved her. But because she isn't, I don't care about you, you know? Yeah. And it's like Andy, like, always says, like, in his interviews and stuff about VPR, he's like, the reason why it was so... Successful. The reason why it was so successful was they all had relationships for years and years before the show started filming. So, it was like, you... We jumped into this friendship group that was, like, already so close-knit. There's already, like, all these couples and these best friends. And I remember you saying once that the best thing about Vanderpump – this is when Kendall was, like, trying to sell – when you were trying to sell it oh, into me. Oh, I was me, like, this is the best thing. You were just, like – you know how in Housewives, like, they kind of don't see each other between the hiatus of the seasons? Oh, yeah. You're, like, Vanderpump, it's, like, season – like, the next season, episode one, you're kind of, like, catching up with, like, what – everyone's done in the summer yeah. you're like i missed out on all these fights i have to like recap it for you and that is pure entertainment that's pure reality tv as yeah. well like it's like these people are actually friends and that's why the drama between them like first couple seasons we have like cheating scandals like it wouldn't have cut through to the audience if they actually didn't like feel things from it and no. it's like more authentic to watch these like beautiful friendships where you're like fuck like i wish i was in this friendship group as opposed to like hey, like, I knew, and then the person's like, hey, I'm new, and let's go hang out with yeah. the kids from Vanderpump Rules and pretend that we're all waitresses. Like, that's fucking stupid. Exactly. There's a reason why Selena 
um, Gomez and Jennifer Lawrence love this show. Okay, that's all I'll say. <laughs> Is that to do with that it was good or that it's now bad? Oh, they loved it in the heyday, which we all did. Oh, like, right. I thought people they were, like, were... shitting on the taste of Jay No, I think they have Celine's gums. Never would I do that. But I think it's, like, it just speaks volumes of how addictive the show was. Like, it's a shit sell. It shouldn't have been good. I hate that I liked it, but I am... What happened to Selena Gomez's teeth? What do you mean? It's a question that we should all ask each other. Think about no, it. No, think about I it. I am. I'm Look thinking, it up. What happened to Recent them? Recent interviews with Selena Gomez, like what? she cannot. They her get teeth tiny? Are like too big for her mouth. Like really, the way she moves her mouth, like it's like she got a hundred percent. Like she got veneers. She did, and it's like that. Those Hillary <laughs> Duff veneers. Like I'm sorry, this is a Hillary Duff is a side veneers. No, she yeah, Hillary Duff got veneers. Who hasn't got veneers? Then do I need to get veneers? Like when is this happening? I don't know, but. She definitely got veneers. Like I'll, I'll show you. Like uh, after this podcast, because okay. it's not related to the podcast. Let's but have a break later. You have like it. chat, and she's like talking, and her mouth is moving in a normal, adorable way. And then now she's like got these teeth that are like bigger and like more spaced out. And when she tries to talk, like you can tell that her mouth is like too big. Like she just like can't move it in the same way that she was moving it before. I'm telling you, I love this. Something has happened with her teeth, and not that I don't love Celine's, but like. I liked oh it better God. before. Okay, I'm really excited to delve into that yeah. on a, anyway, on a so non-podcast yeah. related note. But, and um, then you had, so that's pretty much BPR. I mean, we've given yeah. our two cents. Bravo, Andy. But wait, listening. just quickly, before we wrap BPR, what do you reckon happened? Did they decide oh. to leave or did they get fired? Fired, fouled, fouled, fired. I don't know. I don't think that they've decided like about filming for the next season. So I honestly don't see why they would fire them. When they don't even know what they're doing for the next season. But they would have to fire them before, like, starting contracts for next season. So <laughs> I reckon they're doing that now because it's like, well, you know, Maybe other they're shows... in negotiations for contracts. Yeah. And they decided not to renew it. I don't know if they would have fired them because it they didn't been put out a statement. Like, whereas with Kristen and Stasi, they did a whole statement. So, like... Mm. And Jack's, like... But is, Jax wasn't racist, was he? Like, he was just a dick. I mean, I'm sure he was racist at <laughs> I mean, I'm point. sure he was too. But, like, there was no, like, you know how, like, starting Kristen, there was, like, a full-on, like, call-out moment of being, like, you were explicitly racist, racist here, here, and here. I think it's just, like, if, I don't know, because I just don't think they'd fire him. Like, with no Jax, it's just, like, Tom Schwartz, Tom Sandoval, and James Kennedy. It's like a couple fest. It's, it's so not boring. right. Like it just, I know I don't like him. Like I'm not trying to be like an advocate for his behavior, but I just can't see Bravo like from a reality TV quality perspective. Same. That's like, the thing. Like I fully support him not being in the show. I don't think, I think actually Bravo should have fired him like yeah. a long time ago. But, um, but yeah. Well, it's like Brittany at the end of her post said like, stay tuned. I know, they're going to come out with a shitty baby show. Like, what was the country one where they went to her family's farm? It's so that shit. That spin-off thing. I don't know. I didn't watch it. It's but so it's bad. like, they're going to try. And that's what I mean. They've got one shot. Like, I'll maybe watch the first episode. Oh, my God. Depending on who gets on. We'll totally do But, like, it. if it's shit, like, that's their one shot. Like, mm. you've got a shot to, to do this and do it again better. But, like, I, I don't know. I know. But, like, good luck, guys. That's That's all I can say. Okay, so other news of Bravo was, so... Last time I, we spoke, it was just after Bronwyn came out that she was a lesbian. First openly gay housewife. 
And it's interesting because I feel like she has so many relationships with other housewives. Like she's really good friends with Ashley Darby. She's really yeah. good friends with Kristen Doty. Dowdy, Doty. Doty. You know, I can't say she, it. Um, she seems she pretty popular. Captain Sandy for her sobriety. Yes, like all this random she's shit. She's a Bravo celeb. Alum. And it's kind of nice. Like I love that they've got that support network. But I'm, then she kind of apparently came out with a girlfriend. Like she shared a Yeah, I saw that. But, like, I'm confused. I'm like, where is your husband in this situation? But I feel like I read somewhere that Sean put out a statement and he was, like, proud of her. No, I think her. I think he would be proud of her, but I just, like, it's so weird because I'm like, you, you're obviously fine with labels because you're like, I am a lesbian. I am this. Like, blah, blah, blah. I am married. But then it's like, why, if you're like, then you also put out, like, a, another sentiment of being like I'm so free and myself it's like then what are you like she said as well I think that she was she's never been attracted to men which is so fine but aggressive to Sean aggressive and also like I just wonder where this kind of whole thing fits in with you know when Rowan her daughter put out maybe like three months ago I hate my mom on an Instagram mm. and then like took it down I'm like where does that fit in not putting any blame on Ro- like um maybe sorry. she hurt Sean yeah, like, we don't know, but I want to know. I just want all the inside gossip. You yeah, know? it'll be interesting. It's definitely thrown a spanner in the works. And given her another three seasons on OC. Yeah, I'm curious about it, and I'd love to see a gay housewife. Like, I think that's well overdue. Yeah, totally overdue. Um, I just think it's it's just, I feel sad for Sean. Like, I just don't want him to be, because he's obviously but spent actually, so much of his life protecting her. Maybe, but maybe she's been protecting him too. Like, we don't, like, there's so many, like. Yeah, we don't know what's going on with We just sexuality. don't know. Yeah, that and, like, maybe he's, like, just so happy being in a really... What does Sean do? That is all I want to know. Like, I don't care about his sexuality. I just want to know how he makes so much money. I don't know. With so many kids. I'm sure that he told us at one point, but I don't remember. No, but he's always just working anyways. Just, I mean, not working, but he's like supposed to be. I don't know. I just want to know. What are you doing? So that's all the Bravo news, I feel like. (laughs) It's a great. You guys can answer it for us. Yeah, just let that sink in. Sean. Bronwyn. What are you doing? What's their last name? Handenberg. It's like Winnenbergenstein. Heisenbergenstein. It's a B. Okay, guys, should we recap um, the finale of Patones? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So. Wait, 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 wait. So, first of all, mm. this is the first time. So, when this season ends. Just getting a cracker. Because yeah. Chantel and I were late bloomers to the Potomac game, sadly. Uh-huh. Anyone out here there who's like thinking about doing Potomac, like fucking do it. You will not regret it. Mm. So I think it was earlier this year we started binging all of the seasons that were out yeah. at the time. And then I pretty much, we both pretty much finished right before this season premiered. So when this reunion airs, it'll be like the first time in like six to seven months that Chantel and I have been without any Potomac to watch. That's so true. It's it just very sad to me. No, it's, I love the feeling when you're, you know, it's like when now I go back and binge like old um, Beverly Hills, I'm like, I just, I just like, I, you know, I'll put on like seven episodes. Sorry, I have no life. And then <laughs> venture out at 7am to work and come home. But like before I come home, I'm like, what are the girls up to? And I'm I like, know. You know, I love that. It's feeling. great to have something to binge. I don't know. 
and now we're without them I know it makes me really sad and I was so happy like when I was I literally like go home and be like oh I've got a binge Potomac like all I had to do was like I was like I've got four more seasons to go before the season premiere like what's Robin up to you guys okay so how would you rate this episode out of 10 11 like I honestly don't know um a franchise of Beverly Hills, uh, sorry, Beverly Hills Housewives, <coughs> maybe Beverly Hills actually in the, the beginning days, but just kept getting, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kept getting better with each season. And I feel like I keep giving Potomac like, oh, it's going to get like worse soon, but we're up to like season eight, right? Seven, eight, six, six. six. So it's getting like, it's not getting <laughs> any 27. We're up to 98, right? <laughs> um, I feel like it's just getting better every season, getting juicier with the scandals, partly because of Michael D- Darby, like that we Yeah, Michael Darby, like, brings, as much as we all love I'm to hate him, like, he so ashamed fucking is crazy to watch. Like, he is absolutely insane. The number of, like, random camera things. scenes with, like, captioned things of him talking, like, you never think, you're always like, oh, fuck. Michael's going to learn, like, he's on camera, he's on a reality TV show, like, he's been caught cheating, he's been caught touching other people's bums, he's been caught talking about dicks, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's still talking. You know, you're just I, like, when is he going to learn? I also thought, like, surely he'll just kind of phase out a bit, like, we'll see him every, like, you know, four or five episodes, and he'll just be like, hello, touching, patting the baby, but he's like, Yeah, wow, he'll be like, tonight. oh, I don't want to be on camera because I'm obviously going to fuck shit up, but he's like, no, you know what, put that fucking camera in my face, and let's see what I say. <laughs> Because Juan Dixon is the love of my life. Okay, getting to that. Because, okay. okay, we'll start the beginning. Start but, um, from the very so beginning. I love sound of music. <laughs> Next my... podcast I do. Okay, so. Sound um, of music podcast. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, so <laughs> we started, just sneezed on you. We started this um episode with a recap of the whole season with really great dramatic oh, yeah, music. And then that's when I got a really big epiphany about how much I love Potomac women and how great this episode was and how much it gave us. So this scene, this um season, sorry, obviously we've met Wendy and her husband, Chris. What do you think of Wendy and Chris, quickly? Uh, I think Chris is fucking adorable. Chris is my dream I think dream he's man. just, like, super sexy and sweet and, like, seems like a really good husband and is really cute. And yeah, Wendy, such... I really enjoy. Like, Same. She's such an alpha. Yeah. She seems her. like a perfect housewife. She'll definitely be back next season. She's made her mark. She's done some personal family drama, but she's also, like, gotten in the mix of stuff. I fucking love her. And I love her personal drama that is, like, it's it's drama, but not to the point of, like, Candace and her mom. It's, like, drama is in, like, yeah. relatable drama. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, oh, my God, I'm being a ridiculous bratty child. No worries. And I've also loved the season, obviously. We had the trip to Portugal, which was really amazing to watch. We also had the whole scandal with Michael, like, cheating on Ashley. Like, whether in that hotel room, they had that open relationship thing, but it was the first time that he kind of had sex with someone without her being there as well. First time he had sex out of the relationship with a woman, too. Probably, you know. <laughs> um, so that all happened. And then we've also got, like, obviously the the start of Giselle's, you know, reunion with Jamal this season. Like, mm-hmm. last season she wasn't with him. I'm sure she was, like, still trying to reignite things with Shermie. So, like, it's just actually, like, when they were playing it. And then, obviously, we've got the huge, huge fight and the lawsuit that happened between Candace and Monique. But I'm right. like, how the fuck did this all happen in one season? Like, it would have been, like, so one tiny stuff. thing that would have been washed over so quickly would have been Beverly Hills. Well, yeah. If we look back on Beverly Hills, I'm like, all we get is Denise not talking. 
is pretty much yeah, the Beverly whole Hills, season. the whole season, you could recap it and be like, everyone said that Brandy fucked Denise, but Denise didn't talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the season summed up. Whereas we're like, look we're at like, all these crazy things that are happening goodness. in these women's lives. And I think that's why I love the show so much. It just feels, um, this franchise, Potomac, because it feels so real. And also, can I get a bit of a congratulations for saying Potomac, right? Yeah, you said it. It's, oh, my God. It only took six seasons to get there. It just rolls off the palette. Um, okay, so we start and Robin is planning a party. She looks amazing. She's wearing this, like, cool sweater with, like, pom-poms on it. And I'm not being sarcastic. It looks really cool. She's, like, coming into the scene. Which one was this one? You give this me a really the yellow look. one. No, that was, like, your love her oh, moment. Yeah. My love her moment came before. It's, like, she's wearing this sweater dress. Is it, like, orange? No, it's brown. Oh, I don't know. Obviously, we both had our moments with Giselle's. Um, sorry, Robin's style tonight. Um, so, yeah, she's planning this party. And then we have a quick – you know how they start every episode? They're, like, quick snips between what everyone's doing. Why do they do that? It's like, we don't need that. I know, it moves um, really fast. It boom, does. It's boom. annoying. Is that why you inserted a table into our <laughs> notes section? I There's like a small two-by-two two table in I this. Do. I was wondering if Chantel was going to be like, Robin, tell you what that looks. That is called double tapping, pausing, holding down accidentally when Michael Darby did something and they got excited. It's, it's so, um, Giselle, we have a quick snappet of her ringing Juan. Juan. Being like, are you no, going to do it tonight? You're not getting cold feet because oh, yes. the producer asked Oh, her. yes. She's like, um, so, you know, um, is Juan going to propose at this this party? And she calls him and she's she like, like, why don't I just call him now and put him on the spot, which is another reason I love Tommy. And I love as well that he is oh, so yeah. confident that she has no idea, which it seems to me like she also has, she's got no idea. Like, it's like they've hinted at it and they've obviously been working on the relationship for a really long time, but like, to be proposed to seemed like it was a surprise. I also love that when Giselle... <coughs> Sorry. I don't know. What did you say for a cough? Bless you. Pardon you. Robitussin. Robitussin. When Giselle calls Juan and he ring, he picks up, he goes, yo, G. Oh, yeah. Chantel loved How that. Cool She's like, what? I need Nick to call me and see that. Yeah, well, I, like, I, I want him. Nick. I want Nick, Kenneth's boyfriend, to ring up and be like, Yo, G. And then Kendall said he'd be like, C, though. And I was like, oh, yeah. You can't say G because your name starts with C. I thought he just meant I was G. Gentel. And then so we um we see Monique the next scene, which is a really beautiful thing because we have not seen Monique in a while. I miss her so much. I miss her too. Like, And it's like she's she goes to therapy and it's apparently someone that Ashley referred her to, which I'm like, God, they really love a good therapy session in Potomac. Like, I feel like we've watched at least 12 therapy scenes yes. between Candace, Monique, Ashley. We like, know all the Ray. therapists in that county. Oh my God, it's crazy. And these poor therapists that are just trying to fucking get their two minutes of fame and they've actually got to help people. I feel bad for them. <laughs> yeah, they're like, um, what? We have a they're job? They're like, what? But you're, I've got my makeup and hair done for this scene. <laughs> oh my God, get out of my face. Well, it's really kind of sad, this one, because Monique is talking about how she feels like this season and, you know, she's talking about She's felt isolated from the group. And to be honest, I feel like she's been isolated from the group. I have not seen her much. She hasn't filmed with them. Well, she's filmed with Ashley and Karen, but she hasn't filmed with anyone else since they had that confrontation where Giselle brought, um, what's his face? The cutie, um, unsung hero of the season, security guard. Oh my God. We need to. I don't remember his name, but I loved him. (laughs) (laughs) That was, we need to go back and find him because he was. 
a great guy. But like, that's the last time we saw them all together. And like, at the time, I didn't really realize that that's how it was going to go down. Like, you saw the fight and like, had I known that the fight was going to result in Monique kind of like not being in filming, I would have been like, Monique, don't do it. I know. I thought like they were kind of being dramatic and like bringing drama to it. But they obviously were very not happy with that whole scene. But I just also don't really understand how they all just automatically took Candace aside. I know. It confuses me too. Like I get Ashley and Karen. Like I feel like I relate to them the most in the way that they're kind of like navigating the situation. And it just makes me really angry that Candace has gotten away with everything. 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 Yeah, like, like she's totally not being held innocent. accountable for anything. And Monique's getting like fucking railed. Anyway. Okay, Monique, so. Monique brings up that like all these feelings kind of bring up trauma from her past. Like when she was in high school, all the white girls would like judge her and her sister and then when she went to a black school they all judged her for being too white like and that would be horrible and so I think that's brought on this whole feeling as the therapist says not me (laughs) of not feeling connected and it's sad and I just like I'm like I actually miss you being on the show like I loved at the beginning of the season we saw her start to be friends with Giselle I know, and they all went to her lake house and stuff. I love and then, that like, lake house. Her confessional where she's got, like, the beautiful deep side part wavy hair with, like, the pink dress. Like, I just think she looks amazing. Yeah, she actually does. And I just, like, miss I miss her in the group. So this scene was, yeah, it was tough to watch because obviously she, it, she's it, she been kind of hiding her feelings about being isolated, like, to this time. Like, when Ashley's like, oh, like, we missed you in Portugal. She's like, oh, girl, I don't even need to go. Like, I've been fucking hanging out with my children and Chris. You know, Chris is fucking crazy. He needs lots of help doing lots of shit. You know, I'm good. Portugal? Chris is way better than Portugal. I don't, I'm not <laughs> doing accents. Southern Belle. Um, but it seemed like at the time she was, like, not trying to make it look like she was that sad that she was missing out on stuff. Yeah. But now it's, like... Now I'm like, she coming does here for feel a hug. I'm gonna hug you. Um, and then we kind of wait. So before, okay, so we actually get um in her like confessionals. A producer asks Monique, "Are you sorry for your actions?" And she's like, <sighs> "No." She says, "Do you have remorse?" That's right. And she's like, "I have remorse for my actions, but I'm not sorry that I stood up for myself or defended yeah. myself." It's pretty much like very calculated response i'm quite confused about it because it kind of sounds like she's saying i'm very sorry and then it's she's like, like but she's I'm not. like regretful that she had to put her hands on candace because of like all the shit that it's done for her life but at the same time she's not sorry to candace that she did it because she provoked her I feel like there's still a lot of hate there and a lot of work and a lot of money for her therapist to go. Yeah, like she's definitely still not at the point where she feels like she did anything like super wrong. Like I think she gathers that like physical violence is not the answer, but like it was the answer in that moment. And she like can't deny that that was the answer. Yeah, I think so. So Um, that's kind of where. Yeah, then we go to Michael and Ashley. Good Lord. Okay. I don't know how to like, so (laughs) I don't know where to start with Michael, but anyway, so Michael and Ashley are in their home. Ashley is putting Michael down on his change table. Michael. (laughs) Sorry, Dean. (laughs) It's getting rough. Oh my God. Creepy fetishes going on. Sorry. Because it's Dean's like five month birthday. So they've got this like cute, like, um, I don't know, blanket. (laughs) 
five-month birthday. What's it called? I don't know anything about babies. It's not. Babies don't have five months. He's turning five months old. (laughs) That's the one. And he's got a blanket where you can, like, move the thing and show the age. Oh, dear. That's so... Guys, it's really hard. It basically just, like, is a blankie that you lay your fucking kid on. I also just say, there is so much merch for babies these days. Yeah, it's all about these like pics. Every single day they get a new t-shirt being like, I'm 398 days old. And then we take a picture and then we put it on the Instagram. We're like, and they're now 400 pounds. Okay, so the thing that really alarms me about this scene, <clears throat> Tell I me. don't know how to say this, but Michael like comes in, he looks at Dean, he's like, oh, what a big one you've got there. Takes after your father. Oh, it was disgusting. He was like, he's talking about he his like, son. Ashley, make five... sure you move, move, move that out of the way. Look, he takes after his father. He's got a big, got a big. Did he say dick? He didn't say dick. He said like <laughs> something. I can't remember. Downstairs or something. That, something like that. And it's just like, do not talk about your fucking innocent five-month-old son's little pee-pee because it is tiny because he's a five-month-old. And then also, like, don't... You're like, just afraid. Whatever. I don't know, actually, what parents talk about. Like, maybe they are like, oh, his penis is small or oh, his penis is big. I don't think they but do. At the end of the day, like, you shouldn't talk about it on camera when there's, like, millions and millions of people that watch the show and some of them could be, like, pedophiles. Especially when you've just had, like, all the... Yeah, it's... I don't know. He's just... It was just... I just cringed. It's just gross. And I don't want to hear about Michael's penis at all. So if he ever says anything about his own penis again, I'm going to throw up they had like this like full-on photo shoot after that where like i feel like ashley has this thing and i love her so much more i do than life. more than i actually think she's my favorite housewife which is weird wow of all time sorry of potomac okay great which is weird because i think I, she's mine as well because it's it's strange because she calls things out on everything and she remains really level-headed and honest about everything except her own marriage yeah, so, so true. It's really contradictory, but I but think she's happy to talk about it. But she's also just like, but yeah, not it's really. Fine. You know, everything's fine. Well, like, actually, you know what? I feel like she talks about it more than she acts it. Really, like even when she's talking to Michael, she's like, mm-hmm, "What do you mean by that, honey?" Yeah, it's like, wouldn't you? If any of your friends were talking to their husbands like this, would be like, "He's being a dick. He's doing this. He's doing that." But she's just so like, yeah, because then so they take this picture of Dean for his five-month birthday and um pretty much ashley is like she's getting the pump out she's living her best life and she's like michael oh my god i got a beautiful secret to tell you um so robin and juan are gonna get engaged like a little birdie giselle told me that he's gonna propose then ashley's little face is like like so happy i love my friend robin i love my friend juan and then Michael sits there and you can tell it looks like someone's like fucking punched him in the gut when he hears that Juan's going to revert. And he's like, what? What? No. He's like full in defense no. mode. Juan's not going to propose. What? No. Of course not. Like, why wouldn't I have a special relationship? And like, why? What do you mean by that? Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I just know that he's not going to propose. And she's like, you're saying a lot by not saying anything. I just know that he's not going to propose. Actually. <sighs> And she's like, what? Why would you say that? And he's like, I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm just honest, honest and stuff that you don't know. And all of us at home, I don't know if you were, Kenny, but I was just like, have you slept with him? I think it just looked like a thwarted lover finding out that her, like, 
the love of her life was gonna be engaged. <laughs> that's like it, that's what it pretty much looked like. Well, he was like yeah. he was like breaking his heart and he was like, like we'll see about he that. Would never do that to me. It's like if like a guy was like, well, you know, your crush that you wanted to take out to prom or formal. Like he's taking Cindy. He's taking Cindy Lou Who, and you'll be like, I'd be like, what? No. Well, we'll see about that because I'm gonna kill Cindy Lou Who tonight. <laughs> like that kind of. Vibe. I don't know. They're not going to go together. <laughs> I just know. It's not him. Yeah. He doesn't like Cindy Lou Who. That's pretty much what it felt like, which is disgusting. It was just a weird scene where I was like, Michael is weird again. <laughs> Don't you think? Oh, yeah. It was a quality Michael scene. But we get we get lots more where that's coming from this episode. Okay. So then we go and Candace is doing her nails with her mom, who, if we can remember, I reckon, so Candace at the end of this season brought up, or maybe it was last season, that her mom likes like hit her with a purse or something. Oh, yeah. But now I reckon she regrets that because she's like, well, it's like anyone that like has too many fights in their life. It's like maybe you have something to do with them. So I mm. feel like right now she's probably like, let's not bring up the fact that I hate, hated my mom all last three seasons and that was like my plot line when she threw a purse at me and let's just go to nails. And then – Well, um, she also still like financially – relies on her like she's like not angry enough at her mom to like cut her out or like to stop taking her money but it's like and i'll bring this up now because i know like at the end of the episode we'll have way too many other things to talk about okay but in like her closing caption thing it says like she's like trying for a baby but she hopes it it's not an aquarius because her mom's an aquarius and like i take offense to that because i'm an aquarius so oh. this scene with her mom, I'm like, maybe no, her mom is amazing. Maybe her mom is amazing. I think we already know Candace is not that amazing. Candace is crazy. What's Candace's star sign? I bet it's mine. Aries. Okay, I'm going to look it up while we keep talking I'm because I'm scared. <laughs> this is what, like, I just get offended when people don't I'm like, like Aquarians. I don't believe in star people. signs unless they're, like positive for me that week but I feel like I definitely believe in them I feel like I'm more like not a weekly horoscope gal but I'm like a like general vibe person yes yes remember like when I went to go my cousin Katie I talked about her all the time but my cousin Katie 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 has this um app where you can look up like your weekly star sign or like your general personality or whatever and she looked up mine and she was like you cannot receive criticism well and I was like what like excuse you me like that's not true at all and then I was like, like holy fuck I'm doing it right I'm actually like- not accepting the criticism that you just gave me via my star sign right now like you might be right <laughs> why is this so hard my mom like sends me my weekly horoscope and weekly, weekly. and then <laughs> if it's like good I'm like if it's bad, she's like, that's obviously, this is just this is, no, She's like, this bullshit. is silly, but let's have some fun. And then if it's like me, You will get a promotion. You're like, I... Mom's like, this, it's your week. What's your mom's like, star sign? She's a Taurus. We look it up every week. Nick's a Taurus. <gasps> <laughs> you know, you guys. Bulls. They're okay, bulls I can't find, I can't find her date of birth. It's all too No, much. you keep going. I'll do it. Okay, you keep, yeah. So, um, so then we have that whole thing, and it, we kind of talk about a lot. Um, Candace's arrival at the party last week, the wig party that Karen threw, and there was a lot of drama about um, Candace's and Monique's arrival. So we had this whole scene last week where everyone was kind of talking about Karen. Sagittarius, telling, not me. We're good. She's a Saggy. I'm an Aries. Flame. 
all's well. That is. That sounds like a powerful <laughs> sign that I'm scared of. I mean, she's terrorist. December and Aquarius is Jan. Jan. So it's not too far. I mean, there's Capricorn in between. I don't think it works by. I don't think it works like that. It's awesome. Look, I don't know. I'm no. no. I mean, you sound like you are. <laughs> Okay, great. Next. Okay, so um, <laughs> yes, talking about the drama with Karen, Monique, and Candace of last week's week party. Oh yeah, I, I think there was like we got receipts of um, Karen sending a text to um, Monique saying come at four p.m. to help me set up. Yeah, and then Candace saying come at six thirty p.m. But to Candace, to Candace, sorry, which seems like to be aligned with what Karen's saying because she's like, no, like I didn't set you up, and also like to like from Karen's defense like when Monique did arrive I don't know what time she arrived but it did seem like Karen was definitely trying to push her out before yeah no. Candace came so it's like if she if her intention was to be That's like true, actually oh like I'm gonna fucking sabotage you and have Candace here at the same time like wouldn't she like stall her as opposed to being like okay cool I'm gonna see you that's true that was that's true because she was really pushing her out Okay, so I actually do believe Karen in that case, but I think the whole thing was weird. Like, why do you invite someone to pre and post? Like, yeah, the phone call situation. I mean, we yes. So there was a phone call where so Candace is kind of saying Karen called her the day before, being like, "Come at five o'clock or five thirty. and she's like, "Well, if she hadn't texted me later and said six thirty, you know." Um, I would have come at five and it's like, but she did text you to say come at six. Exactly. Like, I'm like, I don't see the logic behind it. And also like, you don't live and breathe and die for when you told people to rock up to your party. Like occasionally, like I'm like, yeah, if I can come whenever. And then later I'll be like, what time are you coming? Like, cause I forgot. And then I'll be like, oh, actually like, can you come at six 30? Exactly. So I just think it was a lot of like. And it's her like launch of her wig line. Like you're not her first priority of life. I think she's just trying to balance friends. Like honestly, like she's just stuck in the middle of this shitty situation, which I would be too because I don't actually think it was all blame Monique. But then I also think like Monique did the wrong thing. So I'm totally current in the situation. But it's also interesting the scene we got like a flashback to Candace like at her wedding where she's saying, um, you know, and I want to say thank you to my mom. Like she's been so amazing. And then she's like, and my second most favorite person after my mom, Karen. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't remember this at all from the season she got married. Like, I didn't realize they were that close. I think because Karen's always taken on the younger person. Like, remember when Ashley came on? Oh, yeah. She's very, like, maternal. Maternal. And I think she kind of is with all the women. Even, like, next week's um, preview where they're talking, you can tell she's, like, at the reunion. Everyone is fucked up. Everyone's angry. And she's like uh-uh, like, we need to stick together. This season's – like, she's speaking on behalf of her and yeah. she's always been the mother figure. And that obviously comes with – she's actually quite a lot older than the others. power comes great responsibility. Great responsibility. Um, anyway, so Robin and Juan, we go to therapy with them. and We love is, a good therapy session. It's actually times. really beautiful because I feel like they're being real and they show their real relationship – they have this amazing therapist. I actually resonated with her more than Monique and Ashley's therapist, which just if anyone's in the Why? Potomac region, Why? they want to know my referrals, go to this one. I don't know. It just seemed more like real. It's hard with therapists, isn't it? Like it is. It's a bit pretty like, subjective. I don't know what I want you to tell me. Like my therapist one time, like I was telling her this story where I was like, and then she like told me that I was being um, like 
selfish and like not <laughs> this is about, about me no <laughs> this is like she years and years about ago. my podcast response <laughs> no it's like she this one of my friends was like not feeling like I was giving her enough of my time and I was like yeah and she said all this stuff and, and then my therapist was like maybe you were being and Say, I was like ew <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> What the fuck am I here for? I tell you these things so that you can be like, yeah, she sounds like she was being really fucking needy. And I don't think that you need friends like that in your life. I'd be like, money back now, bitch. Yeah. Or she was like, yeah, maybe you were. And I was like, um, I went to this, excuse you me, like no more. I went to this one therapist, like maybe like three years ago. And I was like, I'm going to commit because I always go to like one or two sessions and I'm like, you don't do it for me. It's like, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's me not committing, but, um, <laughs> Anyway, I went to her and she was just made me like, I got in there and I was so, I would cry every session. I like, mean, that's not unusual. You cried tonight already <laughs> when my mom gave you some chocolates. Kendall's mom gave me chocolate. It was emotional. <laughs> but I just cry all the time. Like I just was crying and then it would be like an hour's up. She's like, no, okay. So next week we'll discuss this. And I was like, no, next week I'm going to fucking cry again. So it was like, why were you crying? I don't know. Was it something she was triggering? No, I got in there and within the 10, maybe within the first 10 minutes, I would have the tissue box on me and I just could not stop crying. (laughs) And I I don't know. So how can you get any resolution for any issue? I don't know, but she was probably like easiest customer ever. This was like five years ago. And then maybe last year she, like I got an, a LinkedIn notification and she'd looked me up. Oh my God. She's probably like, where is the crier She's now? like, she must be. She must fine. be head of crying at <laughs> Crying Potomac. She must be. <laughs> She's got to have a podcast about Bravo TV <laughs> that she cried watching. Anyway, um, if I'm going to go back to a therapist anytime soon, it would be <coughs> this lady. Um, good. I'm glad you got good vibes from her. Yeah, she's like she holding one accountable. Either of them for their stories. They <laughs> cried, but she still they seemed to get their money's worth. Good for fucking them. Um, and he was just kind of saying like he's like, oh my god, hey. it was so emotional. It was emotional. He was pretty much okay. So this is what I got from the therapy that like they met when they were really young at high school. They fell in love. Juan's parents passed away, and mm. then Robin. I think that it was. Oh, well, his mom passed away. Because remember, uh. there's this whole thing with his mom passing away and then the truth coming out after her death about the dad, the true identity of his biological father. That's like, right. because and they that his that, biological father was there. Was tonight. there. And yeah. he looks just like Juan. And it's like that medium was like, you know, your mom had a secret or whatever. Remember they had that medium session? That's right. Oh, my God. That might have been last season. But, it yeah, was, and yeah. it was just, like, it seems like Robin's family took him in as their own. their own child. And subsequently they grew really, really close. But it seems like they were just so young and they had so much to go through. Like, she had her two kids when she was 26. Um, and then he was in the NBA. Like, he was probably making bank. Like, girls were frothing him. He's 26 years old. Like, he was actually a year younger than her, it looked like. So, because there was that picture of her being 22 and he was 21. So, he might have been 25. Like, a 25-year-old guy playing the NBA. I know, but you know what, Kendall? Let's not make excuses. (laughs) Men are shit. But also, like, that is true. Like, you do look back now. Like, that is so young. She had, like... Also, to last through, like, high school, college, you change so much. And then after college, like... Well, he admitted that he, like, wasn't a good man. Like, he had... He's now grown into the man that he is meant to be and, like, fought some of the demons that he had. But also, 
he does get a bit like pissed off at a point because he's like no like you also weren't a good wife to me like you didn't give me affection and romance and like he felt very lonely in their relationship. Maybe because she was housing his two sons in her belly. Maybe because he cheated on her when she was nine months pregnant. She just didn't and have I any get energy it. It's like, to and I think as women, like Robin's quick to be like, I wasn't the perfect wife because like that doesn't exist. But also I just feel like women in general were like really quick to be like, yeah, true. Like I wasn't great either. But I, I don't know. It just seemed like they were both making grounds because first I was like, don't you dare put this on Robin. But then I think he kind of backpedaled and was like, I wasn't there for our like sons when they were little, which is pretty hard to admit. It on, is. And on it's embarrassing. International TV. It's, yeah, exactly. So it's like, it, it seemed like in this therapy session, like they were both crying and like they got to the point where they both were like, yeah, we're better people for what we went through and we're in a good place now. So like, that's like, fine it was beautiful like you finish it off on a note where you're I like, felt good, good. good people now like and we... i felt like as well knowing that he's gonna propose oh my god i was like this is good i also like that they're showing us what they really like they're not trying to be like giselle and jamal about it you know no, no. Um, and then so we have the night of the event we have candace on her way to the event in the car warming up her vocals with chris yeah, she's gonna sing her weird um, song. She's gonna you know, sing a like, weird song. I don't know apparently. where to start or uh-huh. heals a heart. Yeah. And I go. <laughs> I find it really weird. <laughs> I was like trying to remember the. I don't know where to start or heals a heart or something. It's that song. Sounds way too good. You're making it sound it's better stop. than it is. Let me do my oh. warm up. Ready? <laughs> She's like, do not be alarmed, Chris. <laughs> it sounds like a whale in Finding Nemo. But then she was also like, I need to preserve my voice. And then he was like, so what do you think they're going to serve at entrees? And she's like, do not talk right now. Oh my God, Chris, shut the fuck up. And then she's basically also like, I hope I don't have to yell tonight. And he's like, why would you have to yell? Oh my God. And she's like, oh my God, maybe I have Karen comms. And he's like, I know, oh my God. Like, it feels like he's a bit like, he's a bit... He's very indulgent in her gossip life. Like, he's never like, oh, Candace, like, maybe Karen's fine. Ooh. I didn't get that. Try again. <laughs> Sorry, Siri just heard me say he's very indulgent in his... How do I stop this? Please. No, go away. Siri, <laughs> stop being weird. He is, and, and she's always like, oh, my God. And he's always like, oh, my God, I know. Oh, my God. I know. I don't feel like I, I still don't know Chris, because it's like, remember the whole time where he was there when she, like, threatened everyone with a knife? Yeah, but I mean, he pulled her away, which was nice. But I mean, still, it's, like, he... hus- it's in the vows, I think, of like marriage. Like, will you or will you not de-arm your wife in the case of a reality TV mm. knife? In sickness, in health, in absolute insanity, knife wielding behavior. Exactly. That's the vows I think I'm going to take. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, we come to the party and Cal and Giselle arrive first. Cal. Giselle's hairdresser is in this bedazzling green jacket that looks amazing. And um, so Jamal is not there. And Again. I, I just want to speak out. I want to be president of um, Cal, the, the Cal party because I feel like poor Cal is like <laughs> the backbone of morals in this TV show. 
and he's only ever fucking invited when Jamal's not there. As soon as yeah, Jamal, he's always the plus one, like yeah. Sherman, like when Sherman when go, Sherman came, yeah. was like having a rough time. He's the backup. He washed Giselle's hair, and I'm sick of it. And I want to start up with Cal and just give him a full time role. That's all. Continue. Appreciation for Cal. Done. That's all I need to Petition. say. You can go on now. And Giselle, like to be honest, like I know that Giselle's got a lot of shit for outfits that she's wearing, but like I feel like in this particular and seem like her outfit's not bad. I don't know why everyone hates Giselle. I get she's a gossip, but isn't that no? But her what outfits are like shit. Totally, but compared to but what this the other one ones, wasn't that bad. Like it was like so she wore like white pants, like in a actually maybe she was wearing she was either wearing sparkly pants silver pants i think and okay a white she's shirt. wearing sparkly pants and like a white um booby tubey top with like a cute sparkly headband which i thought was nice like christmasy theme robin was wearing this like beautiful red plunging midi length dress which was gorgeous christmasy theme ashley, ashley looked like she was like kendall was not a fan of these people. she was looked like she was a pregnant flapper doing her first quinceanera it, what it just was wrong. It was wrong. I agree. It hugged all the wrong places. It just... I loved her hair, though, in a high pony. Her hair did look really good. But it just... It looked like a shitty kind of cheap dress, and she can do way better. That's all I'll say. Okay. okay. So... Juicy, juicy, lemon tucci. <laughs> Here comes Michael. So, he's had a couple of Coronas at this point. He's, like, warmed up on Corona Island with Ashley, and he's, like... All about okay, so this whole night, Michael just reminds me of me being shwasted when I was like 16 at a party, <laughs> and the guy that I daydreamed about every day for a year who I know did not know me yet, but he was going to that night, mm. still does not know me that night, and it's just like really hard to watch. He's just like, and that's Jamal, the man, Juan. Juan, sorry. Yeah, same. <laughs> but it's like Michael's like chasing after Juan and he's like, Juan, he's, man, yeah. is tonight going to be a special night? And he's like, no, you know, it's all good. Yeah. And, and Michael's he, like, he's not going to fucking propose. Like he just told it. me that he's not doing it. We have a very special, intimate relationship. Like I know things that yeah, you don't know about know. him. Like, it's, it's like really dude. weird. So he tells um, Giselle and uh, no, Ashley. So Ashley tells Giselle that Michael said, like, sounded like when she told him about the proposal that he was a bit like, oh, like, that's not going to happen. And Giselle was like, well, if he knows something we don't know, we need to go ask him. But he pretty much comes around and is like, I can't tell you anything. Like, you just don't, he just, I just asked him just then and he said he wasn't going to do it. We have a special bond. And everyone's like, special bond. Spell it out. G-A-Y. Hmm. That's all I have to say. I'm sorry, Ashley. But Michael is like just saying that it's not the night, even though he shouldn't even know what the night is. Um, And then so we have like Michael, yeah, flirting with one. That's kind of happening. Then um, Charisse comes in. I know. I haven't seen Charisse in so long. We haven't seen her. I don't think we've seen her this season. Like we've heard of her this season at like the beginning kind of episodes but um remember someone was saying oh when it was like the rumors being spread around Monique uh, yeah so that's interesting but we see her like cool she doesn't really have like a lot of no but I think pretty much her coming this night it kind of shows that she is a good friend of Robin's because all Robin's good friends were there because it was one inviting everyone being like tonight is a night I'm proposing to Robin and everyone who needed to be there would have been, which yeah. includes Cherise. And then there's also this whole awkward back end thing going on where it's like Karen 
texting Robin and the girls being like, my flight has been delayed. I might not make it. And they're all like, oh my God, she doesn't want to rock up because of what happened at her salon thing. Like, which I don't really believe. I think that she honestly got delayed. I don't either. And yes, so so pretty much we go on and Juan and Robin get proposed. So we'll come back to that in a second. But Karen does show up after that. And it's like she's all the girls are still there. She comes with Ray. She's still talking yeah, she to everyone. Yeah, she obviously gives a fuck. I think what it is, though, that Karen does talk so much shade. Like last week when she like someone gave her heat and then she backfired and being like to Robin was like, Juan says this, so you should be careful what your husband or your guy says, sorry, when you're when he's drunk. Mm. So I think like people are used to her being a bit like shady. shady. So it's like even if she's not lying, people think that her excuses are lies. Yeah. When it's not always the case. But um so she comes no, and the proposal. Oh the proposal is first. Okay, go on. So take over. Essentially, it's like toast time at this Christmas party. Robin gets up and she's like, hey, guys, thank you for coming. Open bar. Woo. Like, she's just like, live my best life. I'm fucking already a bit buzzed. And then Juan kind of like grabs the microphone a bit more seriously. And he's like, Robin, you're amazing. Like, you're my rock. You're my mountain. And she's been like, whoa, my God, this is so sweet. And he's like, I've got, I've got two beautiful children together. And he's like, let me do something the second time round. And he like gives her the microphone and he kneels. And everyone's like freaking the fuck out like it's amazing because the whole audience is like ah! like all like jumping around being like ah! and to be fair all jokes and shade and sassiness aside i got my hairs on my arms when erect oh, it was beautiful and like robin was crying she clearly had no idea what was coming and like it was just really sweet and it was a beautiful moment it really was Anyway, and then Karen arrives, like, she just missed the proposal. Chris is kind of like, hey, guys, like, you missed the proposal. And she's like, oh, fuck. Um, but at the same time that, like, we see these scenes of Karen kind of coming in, greeting the ladies, like, we do get these, like, weird side scenes of Michael talking to people at the party, like, being weird, like, with captions. Like, he's talking to Chris, like, Wendy's husband, he's like, you are a good-looking man. Like, you must be the second runner-up for a bride's groom. You know, like he's like groomsman. Sorry, he's just <laughs> like he's like you are saucy. He's like lining up his next. He's just being creepy, and then he goes up to Juan. And he's like, Juan, my best friend. Oh my god! Like we need to have a shot. This is so special. You're the most special man. Like I'm here for you emotionally, mentally. Um, I'm always here for you. And Juan's like, Yeah, man. Like I know. Like, <laughs> like he's just like what? And then he like goes to get a shot with Juan. And he's like. Juan to be the best like fucking groom like, and we're gonna have the time <laughs> and he's like we're gonna have the best bachelor party in vegas with no cameras and Juan's like um i'm not inviting you but great i don't think Juan's like that at all i think Juan's like yeah like he's probably really excited not to be with the cameras like i think michael thinks he's just like laid back aussie larrikin that's like you're not you're like an embarrassment to our nation but Juan doesn't want to hang out with him I know, but what I'm saying is, like, I think Michael thinks he's being all, like, cool and laid back and, like... But he's just being nice. No. <coughs> like, one. Like, no, no, no. So, Michael thinks he's he looks like he's being cool and laid back, Aussie larrikin. Oh, Michael but, thinks himself looks yes. like that. Sorry. I think and then, mean. sorry, we're getting... What? Right <laughs> and then, but it's, like, everyone can see that you are harboring a deep crush for Juan. Juan's just, like, he's a nice guy. Like, I'm not yeah. really fussed. I have a bigger life than michael darby yeah there's a difference in the perception of the relationship it's a little bit it's a lot it's a lot so then karen goes over to the ladies they finally kind of sit down and robin's like look to be honest like i thought you weren't being um truthful about your mechanical issues because what happened like at the 
wig party and it seemed like you were trying to set Candace up and Karen's kind of like look I explained this here's the text messages like I don't know what to tell you like I obviously like didn't want them to be there at the same time they didn't run into each other at the party so like the end and Candace is kind of like growing increasingly angry and they're kind of having this bit of a back and forth and Karen like Candace gets she starts kind of yelling and this is when I really realized Candace thrives on being loved like yeah. she you can tell that she's Adored. getting bigger energy and bigger like anger from all the other girls not saying anything because she knows from already bitching about Karen before Karen arriving that they're on her side not Karen's yeah and she is loving that attention she's loving that like morale boost and the solidarity with everyone, even though she might not be right, she knows in that situation everyone's on her side. And that's when she goes hard, I think. Yeah, so she, like, starts standing up. Like, she's got her finger pointing and stuff. You kind of see these weird little camera sneak peeks of Michael ordering a beer being like, Bleh. like, his face is like, like he's I don't know. definitely getting on the sauce. He's doing some weird facial expressions, and he's definitely, like, 17 coronas deep. And he goes over to Chris, Candace's husband, and he's like, hey, um, your control wife. your woman. Like, she's out of control. Like, you should go control your woman or something. Which, to be fair, it's not – it's very provocative. It, and it's not like – it's yeah. Michael and Chris have had, like, issues in reunions and stuff that we've seen where they've almost had fights. So it is not inappropriate. Like, it is a provocative thing to go up to a man and say yeah and I think this is the first time I really thought about like if you think back to all the harmful stuff not giving Michael Darby any excuses for being a freaking freak but um if you think about all the hurtful things Candace said about Ashley in her tweets I remember she called her a cockroach this is when she was like pregnant like all these disgusting things like it's like no like even if I don't know. Michael's probably or a coming. Concubine. I think she called her. A concubine. Yeah, like all these horrible things that speak ill of Michael, pretty much too. Yeah. It's like, even though they're about Ashley, they're obviously about Michael, and Michael obviously hates Candace yeah. from everything. And so, Chris is protective of um, Candace. Michael hates Candace. Michael's protective of Ashley, and it just freaking blows up. So it's like, if this had been anyone else saying, like, I think if Ray had walked up to Chris, not that he could Ray have. looked like fucking, he was from Oliver Twist. He did. He like owned Freak. the orphanage <laughs> Oliver <laughs> Twist when he walked in. I think in. this could be Ray's last season. I love him, but I'm really scared He's of him. probably just really tired. He's tired. He, looks, he climbed the stairs last episode. He's like, guys, you made me put on this top hat and oh. I just want to go to sleep. Um, but if it had been Ray to say a one coming up to him, they would have been like, okay, don't He would have been like, oh shit, what's going don't, on with Candace? Yeah. yeah, either what's going on and looked around first or because like actually now that you say that Chris didn't even look around and see if there was a problem or they'd just be like mate come on don't say that that's my yeah. wife stand up for herself but he was like do you not dare like he Chris yeah just he got fired up straight yeah so he essentially like pretty much straight away stood up put his hand on Michael's chest and was like walking with the hand on the chest so mm. it was like I don't know you could call it a push Maybe. There was touching with the push. There was a push for sure. But um, anyway, so Michael is suddenly like, I think quite shocked. He wasn't really expecting that because A, he's really sloppy drunk. So he's not really in the mood for like a physical like. But he was also loving that it was on camera because he's like, 
look, he's touching me. He's touching me. Like, you're fucking done. Like, yes. this is. Which is so funny because you're asking the camera crew to stand up for you who technically you accused of touching you. No, they accused of. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So remember, yeah, maybe one or two seasons ago, Michael Darby, which still baffles me why Michael Darby is even on this show, Money. He got great lawyers, but um, he he was accused of touching a cameraman, and then it kind of turned out that it was true. Yeah. And But, like, surely then the Real Housewives of Potomac crew naturally don't like Michael Darby. Surely. I would imagine not. You would imagine not. Or, like, at least a, percent, a strong percentage of the crew would be, like, you're so annoying and a liar. So it's interesting that he was like, uh, but again, yeah. he probably knows that that's what's going to get TV ratings. And the ladies obviously jump to their men's side. You've got Candace going straight to Chris, like kind of be like, don't worry, like don't rise to it. He's not worth it. And then Ashley's like very upset because she's seeing this hypocrisy that, um, you know, the whole issue with Candace and Monique is that Candace prov- provoked Monique and Monique, you know, put her hands on her. And then we're in this situation where Michael was being foolish and stupid and provoked Chris and Chris put his hands on him. Like, to be fair, he didn't like smash him and like hold his hair and shit. But like, Ashley was clearly upset and pointing out, she's like, you want to talk about this? Like, so she goes straight into it talking to Monique. She's like, or to Candace, she's like, and Monique is the problem. Like, look at your husband. Like, I actually think this was such a perfect opportunity for Ash. I feel like that was like, a bubbling brewing of like Ashley being mad at Candace for how Monique is being portrayed in the last few Especially weeks. Especially given all the things that Candace has done to Ashley. Yeah. Totally. And I think this was like, she would like got a little bit of like leeway and she like took a mile. Like she, whatever that saying is, I'm so bad with saying. Give him an inch and that's it. take a mile. That's the one. So Ashley's just like, this is my in to be like, bam, you are crazy. Look how you've portrayed um, Monique this whole season, blah, 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 blah. So true. Mm. And then, so Chris kind of gets escorted out of the party and Ray and Karen leave and they kind of like hug on the way out with Chris and Candace. Um, Chris and Candace kind of like go into their taxi and then we get the scene of Michael like yelling at the producers. Like he goes to the producer section and he's like, I don't even know what he's saying. He's like, do your fucking job. Like he is insane. So pretty much Chris and um, Candace leave Ray and Karen leave and there's this awkward hug between Karen and Candace and it just feels weird like Karen's holding her like intentions like her standards high you know she's like this is a sad night like I'm gonna go you should go too Candace is like yeah well I was gonna go anyway like it's just weird they're not friends Candace obviously feels very let down with by Karen but like it all feels weird because Karen's actually just being the middleman, really. It's got nothing to do with Karen, this whole thing. As shady as she might be, like, she has no... She didn't do anything to do with these fights. She didn't put the words in Monique's ear to, like, hit anyone. Like, she's been very, like, Switzerland in this whole situation. It's weird. So, and then we go back into the party. People are dancing. Everyone's like... I felt like it was like... (coughs) Yay, people are like, okay, this is the engagement night. Let's have fun. So Giselle's dancing. Mm. Um, we have Wendy and her partner dancing. Everyone's having fun. But then Michael's just on the bruise like a scorned wife. Lover. Who, a scorned lover who did He's not get He's seen picked. the love of his life get proposed to. I mean, 
So opposed to another it just woman. Really weird. And yeah, as Kendall said, he walks up to a producer. The producers are angry. Everyone gets demite. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just messy. And I feel Ashley's that Ashley, like very embarrassed. And she's like, how could you do this to me? Like, yeah, if sec- I did what you did in that hallway, like, fuck you. Like, security are trying to like do their job. And Michael's like, who are you? He's just so elitist. He's such a white man. And you forget, like, he's in this setting that's not that white. Mm. And he's just using his privilege in every which way he can. Money, He's just everything. gross. Like, I just he's feel gross. sad. I'm sad that I'm Australian because I just don't want him to be he's Australian. He's not who we are. We hate him. We've never seen him before. <laughs> and, sense, like, that's when we kind of do, like, the breakdowns where we're like, this is our goodbyes to everyone. Like, and no one's goodbye is super interesting except for maybe Ashley's where they're like, oh, you know, like, this happened. And then the next day... Ashley and Michael go to the Bahamas and she's now pregnant with her second child. So it's a bit like, what the fuck? Which we already knew though. Yeah, I feel like by saying that, they were like, what the fuck? Ashley is putting one thing out there and then what's Going happening. Away and, yeah. and what's happening on like real time, like TV is. And it makes me sad because I do like Ashley, but it makes me think, like, why are you putting. I get now she has a kid, but why, like, this is weird. Like, you're sure, like, you can't say you're happy. Yeah. And then we get a sneak preview of next week's oh, wait, reunion. Wait. Oh. There was one more thing. Candace. Oh, sorry. Monique's. Oh, yes. Monique's. Oh, yes. Go, go, go. Okay. So Monique's kind of end game was like her and um, Candace's allegations have been dropped because she was saying how funny it was that Monique. Uh, sorry. Candace was like, drag me, Monique. And yeah. then so apparently authority saw it as authoritative. What did she say? Like authority. It was like they both got into a mutual. A mute. That's it. A mutual. A mutual disagreement or whatever. And so a mutual like they fight. threw the charges out. And it's kind of, like it was kind of weird because Monique was like, ha ha ha. Like it was a little bit. Yeah, she did a bit of a, like a cackle, like a bit of a witchy cackle at the end. <laughs> it was a little bit too like I enjoy this situation. Yeah. And then so it was kind of like okay, we're getting that. There's going to be a lot of like beef and a lot of friction at the reunion, which yes, we did see the preview too. They are socially distanced in a weird cabana. They're all wearing like shades of yellow and gold and Karen is talking some I love some very intense mentorship shit in the beginning. We get a little sneak preview of T'Challa. I don't like Robin's hair. Yeah, there's like a, she's like, she's done like a leopard print but also because I like Robin, I can put it past her, which shows that I am biased when watching these shows. And Chris is back. Like, um, Chris, Monique's him. Chris with the beautiful low voice. Like, he's back. He looks to get heated at some point. Candace has a crying moment where she looks like Kim Kardashian post Chris Humphreys. Ah! Like, it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. And we will be back next week 100% to recap it. But what a fucking episode I've yeah. got to tell you. What did you guys think of it? Like, let us know if we've got anything majorly wrong in our, like, This is our assessment of it. Opinion. It seems to be the only right assessment that I can think of. So if anyone walked away from the season thinking something totally different, tell us. Um, otherwise, we are going to go into our top five at five Woo! very soon. See you soon. Oh, actually, no, maybe I didn't. Oh, no, 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 I'm looking at yours. Whoa, okay, no, I figured it out. No, I'm good. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> start again. <sighs> Welcome back, guys. If you missed our intro, it's because um, I accidentally, you know, it's our top five at five. We have a little 
time pot. <clears throat> she put it in the shared notes section where we, we sh- where it gives you that little notification and we can both see. We usually like surprise each other Wait, with no, our top no, five. No, no, I promise you. I only saw one. Okay. So what is Kendall placing out our top five at five this okay, week? Hi, um, welcome to top five at five. <laughs> we, this week, will be discussing ever so um, rudely the most attractive, most beautiful female housewife. And full disclaimer, like when we announced that this was our topic last week, we knew it was shallow. It's rude. It's offensive. It's very subjective. It's very non-PC, but we're doing it and you're still listening. So you're just as And bad. it's just about us and our opinions. And our tastes. Like I like mine. We do not reflect the opinions of Bravo, the network, or Oh Bravo, the podcast <laughs> even. We reflect <laughs> Chantel and Kendall. And it's it could be anything. We don't even know. Anyways, There's no other send rules us about it. Pretty mail. attractive, gorge. Let's do it. Top five at five. Okay. Number five. Me? You're going first this week because I usually do. Okay. So my number five with her new and improved amazing face is Miss Dorit from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She has a new face? Well, I mean, since like she was born. <laughs> like your, her I was face. like, did I miss a face? No, 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 no. Like I just mean, like if you see her transformation, you know of, like she's her pretty old face. She's super gorgeous. Like her pics, I know they're see, like I would lame. Give, I would give her like best. Like she has made the best of what she had, and I. That's beautiful. beautiful. I, I try and do she's that. Beautiful. I try and do that every day with what I have. You are and doing you. it, Dorit. Thank she you. Looks amazing. Thank you. Okay. Then, yeah, I'll have to say Dorit number five. My number five is Monique Samuels because she's oh just moon moon. My mom. She's my number two. Really? Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous, I think. Like she's just she's naturally fine. a babe town out of ten. Yeah. I love her confessional. I think we talked about it already earlier this season where she's got her like deep side cut pink. And I love her like Mickey Mouse ear kind of like when she's got like the two little like oh i was like um that's rude are you saying her ears together no. <laughs> like she has her hair little boobs it's really cute she's gorgeous so she's my number two Who's my your number, number four? four is um our very own melissa gorga oh my gosh i think i had her at number three she's stunning like she's new jersey housewife jennifer her body lopez is fucking banging she looks like j-lo I cannot believe that she has three children. I cannot believe she dates the Gorgas. But that's gorgeous. okay. She's very beautiful. I actually do love Joey Gorgas. I think they are a really good couple. She seems lovely and she's hot out of 10. Okay. My number four is Paige DeSorbo. Oh my God. I thought about putting her on. Really? She's yeah. gorgeous. She's really pretty. Yeah. But there's not much to say because I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, she just has like. She's just 20, you know. Yeah. Like maybe at 40 she'll be less. Me. she'll be a bit damp you know not i mean her. yeah she's gorgeous like no she's gorgeous. qualms about it she kind of looks like kendall jenner across someone that i can't else work out but anyway she's a good looking gal good for you yeah okay. maybe kendall cross selena yes i get that Wait, she's like the teeth i'm Ken- telling you oh. <laughs> i'm telling you i'm so excited for this i still haven't shown you the teeth <laughs> Um, what is your number three, please? Okay, my number three is Meredith from 
Salt Lake City. Oh my god, I forgot about Salt Lake City. She is fucking like. I know that she looks like all these celebrities that we all talk about, but I just think that she's fucking gorgeous. Like she looked. Can we actually just try for us? I know it's a lot of Botox, but can we try and? There's an Angelina in there. Angelina Jolie. I'm talking about. There's like a bit of a. There's some Natalie Portman in there. Yeah. I think that there's just trying to get some, out. She's like, help me, I'm Natalie. Like every character from that movie, um, she's just not that into you. Like a bit in there. <laughs> um, a little. Bit, do you know what I'm um, saying? The girl from Hitch. Like, there's a lot happening in, yeah. that, in that face. But um, Eva Mendes. Either way, it is. She's gorgeous. It's very cinematic, and we appreciate it. Okay, my number three, I've already said, is Melissa Gorka. So my number two is Megan King. Oh, yeah. Megan King Edmonds. We don't MPD. know if it's her real nose, but if it is, good for you, Megan She's King. She's quite pretty. She's pretty. You forget about her because I saw like Karen from Mean Girls. <laughs> Sometimes you forget about her because she's, she's such, such a fucking lot. Um, no, I think you forget about her because OC is historically like amazing, and you not kind of the prettiest. Well, do you forget about her because she wasn't that interesting? But she's good. She was though. Like I honestly would have her back. Yeah, she'd I mean, be she, one of my housewives that I would think say about we, should, it, we should have her back on OC. And she was the whole like Brooks, you know, Megan King, King Edmonds PI. Yeah, she broke that fucking case, and that was a big case to break. She truly did. It's like, call me Carmen Sandiego. Number Did you one. have a housewife that was named Carmen? No, but Carmen Sandiego. You know that? No, I know, I know. Right. But like, there was actually, no, Jax's girlfriend in one season of Vanderpump was named Carmen. Oh, I was like, do I need to explain this? Oh my God, who's the body of Carmen? Who's your number one? So my number one. Number two. Most, who is your number two? Monique Samuels. Okay, who is your number one? My number one was Joanna Krupa. I know. I know. Bit of a jaw dropper, bit of a question mark. So Joanna Krupa, if you don't remember, she was on... Okay, can I... Am I being weird? No, so she was on The Real Housewives of Miami when that was a thing. Okay. She is this blonde fucking gorge human being wait say your name again joanna krupa because i never watched her and she's the one that brandy glanville said her vagina smelled that's so mean why oh wow she's gorgeous look how fucking gorge like what why the did fuck? brandy say that did brandy get with her i don't know why she said that but like okay, she's, she's pretty gorgeous. gorgeous like she's just see like that like side by side with her and brandy like gorge See, damn it, because Brandy was kind of gorgeous in the day before. She was. First on the scene, like, holy guacamole, and then it's like. Okay, my number one, Giselle. Giselle. She's really, really pretty. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you must agree. We <laughs> <laughs> clearly do. Like, how is she not in your top five? But also. I, don't I... Know, I felt like I tried to, like, smush it out between the franchises. Like, I to know. have. There's too many pretty people. There. It's like, dare we say they are all pretty on all of the They're franchises. all gorgeous. Like, they are. They all truly are. Could uh, we say an easier option of this game would have been to do the ugly, <laughs> ugly housewives <laughs> top five? But we would never do that because we're so beautiful and would never be this superficial. Just kidding. We just did top five beautiful well, women. Well, then what would we do? I think next episode we should do... Top five um, hottest men? Top five worst. We've already done hottest men. Oh. Remember Maurizio one? Um, we would do top five worst fashion. 
because we've done top five fashionistas, so let's do the top five shittest. Oh, sorry, and then we went to fashionistas and then went to fashionistos. Fashions. Fashionistas. So now we're doing the worst fashions. Giselle, you might Sauce. feature again. <laughs> Made a top of the prettiest and now she's back. So we have that to look forward to next week. And I guess we'll also be doing a bit of a Real Housewives of Salt Lake, a bit of an OC roundup because we'll be nearing the end of that, I think. Yeah, and I'm hoping it'll be, we'll Wait, be able no. to do reunion part one of Potomac. Potomac, sorry, is rounding up. Real Housewives of OC is still going. It's still very much, we haven't I'm even sorry. cracked I the surface. I feel like of... we're always at Elizabeth's. Um, seaside house on the side. Dude, we are. We always are. <laughs> that is when some like it's when like, someone when do mentions... we move on? It's always Kelly bitching about coronavirus and Shannon freaking out. I'm freaking out. And then Elizabeth. I'm freaking out. We don't have any toilet paper, no. Kelly. Okay. And Kelly's like, I forgot that your tequila thing, Bronwyn. Bronwyn, we up put chill up to me and Rick Leventhal would have torn this bedroom up. <laughs> yeah, it's a big. So we'll see you next week. <laughs> Guys, love you. We miss you um, already. Hope you enjoyed. We will catch you next week, aka two weeks before Christmas. Christmas. Bye. Bye.